travel with us now through the dimensions of time, beyond even the furthest stars, as we search out new and wondrous worlds far from eternity. On this journey, we will review comics, movies, shows, and more that hold a special place in our own fandom. What new world will be discovered this week? Find out right now as Legends of Grayskull goes off-world! This episode is dedicated to Travis Bowles. No matter where you are, you'll always be in our hearts. It's it's his first. He's acted in other things, but he's never been in a movie. He's never been the leading role in a movie. So I think for him to step into that and carry that movie, I mean, there's a lot of other people. Sean was saying he does a phenomenal job carrying you through the emotional beats and the action and the humor. Like he, it, it, it doesn't feel like a first movie. And um, the actress who plays Jai Ling, it's I think it's her first time acting period and she's such a serious character in the movie and then and you see some of the behind the scenes and she just looks like a little kid just kind of like sitting off on the side like you know chuckling and laughing and you know just looks like a kid at school that on command switches into the character and then like as soon as cut is called like reverts into like the little kid which was so funny to me to see that behind the scenes hmm. yeah see i still haven't even seen shang chi i've i've got a now I have to because you guys are speaking so highly of it. It's it's all I wasn't of fun. expecting to. Was not expecting to like it as much as I did. Nice. Well, everybody, welcome. As you can see, we are just uh, <laughs> having a good old time here. Uh, there's actually a really great intro that you guys will never hear because I did not hit record fast enough. But trust me, it was epic. It was wonderful, and you all loved it. Um. <laughs> It's going a little bit different tonight. Welcome to Legends of Grayskull Offworld. This is the place where we kind of get together. It's me, Sean down below there. His buddy Jesse's right over there. Um, And the three of us get together, sometimes with special guests, and we just talk about usually a topic, you know, unrelated to Masters of the Universe. We go Offworld. Today we're just kind of cruising through the universe with no real destination in mind. We had a topic... And then my day just went to shit. And, um, <laughs> yeah. So I, we could have either rushed through the topic, which is the one that Sean and I teased on a previous Legends of Grayskull episode. Um, mm-hmm. We're still not going to tell you what it is. So you guys are just going to stay tuned. But we didn't want mm-hmm. to do disservice to that wonderful topic, so we figured... But we all wanted to get together and chat. So here we are. Um, we talked about Shang-Chi and quite a bit of Marvel-ness. Mm-hmm. So what what are you guys uh, thinking about Spider-Man? Uh, too far? No. No Way Home? No Way Home. I'm going with No Way Home. Final answer. No Way Home. Yes. Yep. You got it. Circle the square. Yeah. <laughs> we excited... We hesitant. Uh, do we I'm, think I'm, Toby and Andrew are going to be there? Let's start there. For our audio listeners, I'll say, he just shrugged his shoulders. I'll say and I'm gave very, a very boyish. I'm very look excited. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm always excited for new comic book movies, whether it's Marvel, DC, or whatever. I always want to give everything a chance. I want all of them to be good. I want them to be good and succeed. I don't want them to succeed if they're bad and they keep making it just because it made money. Um, <clears throat> but in regards to Toby and Andrew, I personally have no stake in that happening. It seems like the opportune time to do it. And I feel like it might be a missed opportunity if they don't have at least a small role. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm okay moving on from them, but if they're going to do it, this is the movie to do it with and, and, and finally kind of put those to rest and, and move on with, with everything else, in my opinion. So you bring up a good point there because I was, the rumors started, I mean, well into early on in this whole movie that Toby and Andrew were going to be in it. And I was of the mindset of, you know, eh, like they had their movies. You know, I'd love to see more, probably not so much in Toby's universe. I would have loved to see more in Andrew's universe because I felt that was just getting off the ground and I thought it really had some legs to stand on. But like, if I'm not getting that, then I don't really want it. But now seeing what they're doing with all the villains, it's like, well, you kind of have to at this point. You know, it's beyond whether I really want it or not. It's like, how can you bring in almost every villain from every previous iteration of Spider-Man and not bring in the Spider-Man? Basically. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like, I don't know. Like, this... I'm trying to think. They, I mean, they did it with the Crisis on Infinite Earth story, where we had, you know, the the Tyler Hawkland yep. uh, Superman meet Kingdom Come Brandon Ralph Superman God, and stuff like so that. Fucking good. It it was, yeah. and the thing is, it, I, I don't know. Like for me, I I am of the mind of I'm I'm good with leaving the past be the past at this point. Like you're saying, in some ways. Because for me, uh, yes, Toby was Spider-Man to me for the longest time. Like, even when Andrew right. took over, it was like, no, Toby. Like, he's he's my boy. He started the ball rolling, and he gave me the first Spider-Man movie, yes. you know? But then, you know, there is a part of me that's like, Tom Holland, to me, is the best Spider-Man we've had to this point. He's encapsulated really? a lot of the stuff I really wanted to see in a Peter Parker slash Spider-Man but it really would be fun to see Toby talking to him and maybe being like the older version of Peter, like in into the spider verse, you know, he'd be in his forties and he'd be the one that has a little more awareness of where he could be going. If he does this or that, you know, and Andrew being a little younger, it's almost like you get to see a generational version of Peter Parker. If they do that movie. And that I think could be interesting because Tom Holland's, Peter Parker is somebody that is always looking for his next mentor. He had Tony starting out and now he's kind of reaching it. Well, who, who do I have? And it feels like he's clinging a little to Dr. Strange now in this new yeah. movie. And the idea that then, and I hope they don't do this verbatim. If they do this, I'm going to be like, you mean I said this on the show and this is what they did. But it's the idea of he sees in himself, he has that reliance now because he sees these different versions of him who have overcome these obstacles and he sees what they became. And then it gives him that, that uh, inspiration 
and that motivation to become something without needing someone else there to show him this is how you do it anymore, you know? Because we've already seen that in a couple movies with Tony being that way with him. Well, I think that's... You hit the nail on the head for what I dislike about the Tom Holland Spider-Man is Iron Man's, like, father figure-ness in it all. You know, to Mm -hmm. me, Spider-Man has always been that scrappy kid, that kid that's got to, you know... You know, work his ass off just to, you know, get enough to repair his web shooters or to fix his costume. Yeah. Or, you know, like, yeah. and now it's like with Papa Tony just like, here, you know, it kind of takes out that, that it just, that's been one of the tent poles of Spider Man well, for me. That's what separates him. And now, I mean, you can make the argument that basically Tom Holland is Iron Man Jr. I I agree with you to an extent, but I'm also thinking of in the comic books, when, even back in the Stan Lee Ditko era, he would hang out with the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And so in that way, it's like the Fantastic Four were also, I mean, Reed Richards is one of the greatest minds of the Marvel oh, Universe. Yeah. He invents so many things that, you know, they open that door enough that it's like, well, we don't have the Fan Four yet. But we have Tony who can invent stuff. And I get it. It's almost he gave him so much stuff that now he's not that right. ragtag street level hero. He can almost be an Avenger just on his own without exactly. needing backup with that stuff. But I it's yeah, it's like I understand completely where you're coming from. But at the same time, there is that element of like little Steve versus super soldier Steve, where even though we have that element of. You know, he has all these abilities. There's still that little guy in that suit, just like there's that little guy inside Steve there, his his real person, where it's like, but that's still the hero there, you know? So I, I feel like, yes, there is a bit of reliance on the tech, but at the end of the day, like, he had to figure it out all by himself in the last movie to go up against Mysterio. And even in that one, he didn't even use the tech as much as he used... I love that that whole sequence where he just closed his eyes and the spider senses just kicked in and the tech wasn't an issue. He figured it out by doing it all on his own and letting his senses deal with the situation. So it's like, I don't feel there's an over-reliance, but I can completely understand why people don't like the Tony aspect of it. Don't don't forget, it's not spider sense, it's Peter Tingle. Peter Tingle. Holland movies. <laughs> well, well, I mean, honestly, anytime Marissa <laughs> Tomei wants to talk about something like that, I'm like, yeah? <laughs> Marissa Tomei is talking about Peter Tingles. This is amazing. <laughs> I have had a crush on her since my cousin Vinny, and my God, has she aged well. Amen, bro. Really, <laughs> it's really hard to take her as Aunt May because I'm like, no, Aunt May should not be... Well, no. <laughs> I should May not the have comics. these thoughts about Aunt May. <laughs> that's the if key. If you think well, about it, I, no, I, I, I think that's one of the good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I think that's one of the good things they've done to modernize the Spider-Man in the movies. Is, I mean, Sean, we knew kids in high school and like middle school and stuff that were being raised by their grandparents and stuff that were definitely yeah. like older generation folks. Yeah. So, like for Peter, like that'd be such a weird situation. Not that kids don't get raised by grandparents anymore, but like, I feel like having her be younger. And I mean, she's what in her fifties. Oh yeah. She's I mean, in she's fifties. Yeah. Not close to yeah, 60. I mean, honestly. I mean, we're, yeah. I mean, so she's not that much, you know, younger yeah. than Aunt May. It's just a good clean living, I guess. Um, but <laughs> back to the whole, the Tony thing, I would say 
yes, it gives him like an unfair advantage compared to his normal upbringing in the comics or his, his, his rise to being Spider-Man. But he also approaches, that's one of the things I think I like about the Tom Holland ones best. He approaches it as a teenager. I feel like Toby was a great Peter, not a great Spider-Man. Andrew was too cool of a Peter, but really good at Spider-Man. I think Tom nails both sides of it really well. But how he got excited about driving the car, like he's freaking Spider-Man in that movie. And he was so excited to drive the car <laughs> in the first one. And mm-hmm. he disables he disables the, uh, the training wheels in this suit. So he does have all the benefits, but he still approaches it from the way Peter, like, he didn't earn he didn't earn that level of stuff mm-hmm. so it's still him making all the like teenage decisions and making the mistakes and you know and all that so yeah it's it's definitely different from the comics but i, I thought they they stayed true to his his heart and his personality and mm-hmm. how he handled the situation um and then turning down the iron spider suit at the end of the first one and everything well, it's, it, I mean, jumping on that real quick, it's also the way they introduced him in the movies, no matter what. If they would have introduced him in a different way where it wasn't Tony basically drafting him into the war against Cap, you probably wouldn't have seen Tony be the mentor figure as much because Tony wouldn't have been involved in him coming to the surface and be as visible as that was. And then it's like Tony being Tony, if one thing goes wrong, everything shuts down because Tony's like, I don't like this anymore. It all messed up. And I, I have to, it's like, I have to do everything possible to do everything against whatever that was. And in the case of this, it's, he did that to Peter. So those movies with Tony were about him trying to fix the fact that he did that to this kid and turned him into an ally in, in that situation. So like, it's it's the way the story worked out versus if they would have introduced him in his own movie in the MCU first, you probably wouldn't have seen it like that, you know? And I think that would have been more palatable to some people out there, but it, it, it makes sense for Tony's character. Cause any, I mean, look at like we, we were talking in our, in our lost to the void the <laughs> intro. It's like uh civil war. The yeah. minute he finds out one kid gets killed in uh, Sokovia during Age of Ultron, suddenly it's, we're shutting everything down. Everybody's registering. No ifs, ands, or buts. And then Cap's like, no, we're not. And then it's like, well, that's right. what the whole, so it makes sense to well, me that he would be that guy. And, and cause it's all about Tony's ego. So that to me, yeah. like, I know everybody loves Iron Man and I, I like Iron Man, but like he is his own biggest problem and he created yeah. so many of the problems for the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Um, to like to me, he reads as not necessarily the villain, but definitely the antagonist in Civil War. It's like he brings a kid to war. Like he intentionally yep. goes and gets a teenage boy and takes him to war. It's like as cool as it is to be Spider Man in the movie. It's like that's a despicable because yeah. He, he yeah. gets he gets held accountable. The mom throws the picture of the kid because she brought it to his attention and accused him to his face he feels guilt. So he's taking all the responsibility and then he takes another younger kid into battle. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure he didn't think it would get as, as messed up as it did, but right. Um, if you're not going to go to the pool or if you're going to go to the pool, you're going to get wet. Mm-hmm. 
Who was that supposed to be? Because it wasn't always Spider-Man. I'm trying to remember who they said it was supposed to be to join the team before they secured the deal with Sony. I don't remember. If I remember correctly, there were rumors that they were going to bring in uh, Captain Marvel because she was supposed to be at the end of uh, Age of Ultron. That might have been it. Yeah. Um, but they didn't want to just they didn't want to just drop her in, like. See, and that's the to, tough thing. Like, yeah, and then Spider Man. I mean, he was integral to the Civil War in the comics. But again, at that stage of Marvel history, in you know six one six, he's a grown man by that point. You know, it's a much yeah. different dynamic, and that's where the the MCU really you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's great that it's based on a lot of this stuff, but some of the stuff they try and pull off doesn't work as well because it's like, well, it's not the right... Th- like, I thought Civil War was kind of early in the movie runs. Don't get me wrong, it's, it's a great movie, but I'm like, mm-hmm. really? We're going there now? Like, mm-hmm. that, that I felt should have been, like, more... Probably after Thanos, to be honest with you. Like, kind of in stage two or three, or I forget how they're numbering it now. But, like, that could have been something a little bigger... A little more epic, but... Um, going back to Spider-Man real quick, have they ever mentioned Uncle Ben in the newest iteration? I don't know if they named him, but he does say something to his friend Ned about all the stuff that happened with his uncle. Okay. or they, There is an allusion to it, but I don't think they've yeah. ever... I don't know if they've ever specifically said his name. It's... I guess I can kind of get at this point why they don't do the whole flashback and everything, but, you know, I don't know, it just seems like they'd at least mention, like, what happened to him by now, and I couldn't remember it ever happening. It's like the exact opposite of DC. Right. Where you had to see Batman's parents die every (laughs) You have to see them die in every iteration. (laughs) Even what, T-Titans go, they they do all the things and... They go to the movies or whatever, and like yeah. the kids, like yep. give her the pearls and shove them down the alley. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh my yep. god, that's terrible. Yeah, it's actually well, what they in that movie they were rewriting history so they would be the superheroes, and they took away everything that made the heroes before them, uh, and then like it, they literally saved the wings so Bruce never becomes Batman. But then later on, they're like, "Oh crap, we got to go back and fix all this stuff." And they literally shoved the wings into the alley, and you hear the gunshots go off. God. It's dark, but at the same time, it's actually really funny when you watch it. (laughs) If they ever do show. Yeah. Go ahead, Jesse. I was going to say, now we never get Uncle Ben ever again. (laughs) Well, I was just about to say, if they ever do show him, I think it should be Joe Pesci. Because that's just. Why? Because of my cousin Vinny. Thank you. He's. He's. He's a little because first I I don't know why the first thing I just thought of was just the idea of calling him Ben. It just doesn't work for me with his. I, I see Joe Pesci and it's just Joe Pesci. That's it's Joe Pesci. It. No matter what character, uh, it's Joe Pesci. Yeah. Well, when he was my cousin Vinny, he was Joe Pesci with a wig, you know. And, but it's uh, worked amazingly in that movie. Marissa Tomei so. is fifty-seven years old, so and a lovely fifty-seven. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I mean, and. Aunt May has been what eighty for the past sixty yeah, years in the comics, so. at least. Yeah, yeah. How did that all work? Because it was actually they were like Richard Parker's aunt and uncle, right? So they were actually Peter's great aunt and uncle. Wasn't that how it was supposed to be? It wasn't supposed to be his brother, was it? 
It was I supposed to be that. he, yeah. Ben and and the and Peter's dad were the the relationship, the connecting the brothers, right? Yeah. But was as far as I know, were they brothers or was Ben Richard's uncle? I they always thought they were brothers. They just uh, Aunt May and Uncle Ben always seemed so much older than even like. Because, like, if you think about it, Ben and Richard are brothers, like, that... Nah, I know some of us had older dads. I mean, I'm not saying anything as that. But normally, right, like, your parents are not as old as Aunt May and Uncle Ben were portrayed to be. Like, they felt more like grandparents. So I guess Mm -hmm. I always just assumed it was... That it was really his great-uncle, but who would say great-uncle all the time? Like, it just... In my family, at least, like, aunts and uncles are aunts and uncles. To me or my yeah, kids, yeah. my aunt is still, you know, my son still calls her his aunt. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So. But I don't know what the official yeah, answer is. I, According I, to Wikipedia, I, he was, he he is, he is uh, Richard's older brother. Okay. Yeah, I always figured that there was probably an age gap between the two, maybe 10 years or so. Because that, that was the thing, like in the comics, they always drew Aunt May so old. And if you look at Eric right. Larson drawing her in particular, that woman looks like she would gotten turned into sand if the wind blew the wrong way. That's what but I'm saying. But like, uh, yeah. it, like uh, Sally Field playing her in the Andrew uh, Garfield ones worked thought, for me a lot better right. than the, ori- the original Rosemary Harris was very much that's your comic book Aunt right. May. But it really was like, yeah, the he's in high school and she's literally 90. This is right. not working in the, you know, but, but it, when it came to like this, it's like, well, you know, in the, in the movies, he's say 16 and she's in her fifties. I mean, that works, for well, that works. It, but Perfect it's sense, that yeah. whole queen Marlena thing where we talked about it when they cast uh, Alicia <laughs> oh, Silverstone Alicia and we're like, Oh my God, she's Alicia. So And then we're like, Oh shit, we're old. Oh my right. god. <laughs> we got <laughs> old. We got old along the way. I, I heard a fan casting online of who people would like to see play Uncle Ben if they brought him in in a flashback yeah. or, or anything. And I gotta say, I actually wouldn't mind this actor playing him. Um, somebody posted, uh, they, they think Steve Carell would be a good Uncle Ben. And to this version of Peter, hmm. I actually could see that working nicely because he, it's like first thing when I see, think of Steve Carell, yes, The Office, but he's done a lot of other movies and he can really bring across some really amazing emotional moments. Oh, yeah. And those are the moments that he'd have to portray. And I'm like, I could buy that completely. Have you seen him with, with the gray hair like recently? Yeah. God, yeah. He's, he's he hot. For it. He is a stunning <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I well, think, he also had the beard and all that, so he looks more rugged and stuff oh, yeah. at the times too. So there you he, go. Some of these <laughs> actors, like they look better now than they did when they were in their you know 30s, 40s. Like, exactly. Like, I wish I could age like well, that. <laughs> and and, and it, it also plays up that that old trope of you know he he looks like he would be a little more of the shyer, maybe like the nerdier, the geekier kind of guy. Yeah. And then you have a Stone Cold Fox like Marissa Tomei <laughs> getting him in her eye and going like, "Oh, I want to, I want to see that guy again." And all it gives the it gives us people out there the little bit of hope that hey, there's a Marissa Tomei out there possibly. <laughs> you know, if you're if you're looking for a Marissa Tomei or whatever. So 
I, I would enjoy it on that level too because it, it does. It, there's a lot of levels that it, it works for me in in that way. So, but that's the thing. Marvel is always good with that casting. So I'm sure if they want to do that, they'll have somebody in their back pocket who will be like, "Oh, they picked him. That's cool." You know, I think Steve Trell is a, a good choice. I don't think I would have gotten to him. Um, my my know. first thought. My first thought, I don't know if this would ever work, but I could see him really, he would need more than a flashback to be worth it, but uh, Tom Hanks. Hmm. See, I was actually thinking that as I was talking it, but I actually, oh, see, and and I agree. He would, you might as well just write the whole movie about him. (laughs) <laughs> and then he shows up the bookend of like in Princess Bride or right. something. You'd be like, you know, you'd have you'd have like Tom Hanks. The whole movie is about their relationship and everything. But like, especially yeah. after, I mean, I think he's always been a great actor. But he, I watched that movie last year, or earlier this year. Um, what was it? News of the World, where he's like the traveling, he's like the retired captain or whatever from the army back at, uh, after the Civil War. Never even heard of that one. And he he just rides his wagon town to town, like bringing the news, like reading the newspaper to the town, like that was their entertainment for the week or month or whatever. And he finds this girl, but just like the level of acting he brings in that movie, it's it's much more serious than I think it needs to be for an MCU Uncle Ben. But I think just that's the most recent thing I've seen with him. Hmm. And uh, just between that and um, the one where he was the 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 battleship captain. Um, it was on Apple Plus. I forget what it was called. Where they're doing the the naval crossing across the Atlantic during World War II, and the German U boats are coming, and they're trying to protect the supply ships or whatever. Like he just, I think he has that world weary, you know, vibe that he could like instill some of those wisdoms, and we could finally get the with great responsibility line, you know, from someone like him. I, and like Steve Crow, I think both of them would add different levels of weight to it, but I think they would both deliver that line. Fantastically, uh, the Finch, only thing I'm... apparently Finch is the movie I think you were looking for. Finch? No, uh, no, no. I haven't watched that one yet. Oh, okay, that's the one I came. That out. one looks cool too, but I haven't watched it yet. Greyhound. Apparently, he's been doing a lot. Greyhound. Yes, Greyhound. Greyhound. Only one word, apparently though. <laughs> I don't support <laughs> Apple only... in any way, so they know what they do. <laughs> They, the only thing for me about Tom Hanks is the only movie I could think of where he died was Saving Private Ryan. And it's like, that's a streak. You don't mess that up. <laughs> it's like, you know, if you introduce Uncle Ben, there is a target on that man. And that automatically it's like, and it's Tom Hanks. That, that makes me feel a little bit bad for him, to be honest. Um, <laughs> that's not to say I want Steve Carroll to get shot either, but I'm just saying it's, it's, well, it's not to. the typical norm for him, at least. Has uh, Martin Sheen, has he been Uncle Ben? He was Uncle Ben in the, the Andrew Garfield. He was. Nah, yeah. he was. And that was actually one of my favorite ways of doing the with great power because it's that one got me really hard in the feels because that's the last voice message he left Peter. And yeah. that was such a great... Like he always can hear him one last time, and that I love that. That, that I, gave me chills watching that whole bit. I think the Andrew Garfield was the best Spider-Man series up to this point. Like I don't get me wrong, Toby started it off. You know, it, you know, it's like it's 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 a staple of you know 
my high school years, but like I oh. I really felt that the Andrew movies had they start off better and they had more places to go. And like that was like by the time Spider Man three with Toby came out, I'm like, okay, we're good. What well, this can end. But like I still want to see Amazing Spider Man three. I want to see that Sinister Six movie they they teased. Like I really thought that they had they were going in a good direction with that one. I think those overall were the better movies. Um, but, I mean, I think the, the first Spider-Man just got caught up in that time of, you know, X-Men just came out. And now Spider-Man and, you know, can we do comic book movies? Do we need to keep them, you know, more mainstream? You know, how outlandish can we go? Like, it was just that weird kind of time where the movie studios weren't sure how comic book you could be. Well, uh, I'll jump in. Um, uh, uh, for me, like the Sam Raimi, Tobey Maguire era, it was literally Sam Raimi writing a love letter to the Stanley uh, comics yeah. in that way. Because if you watch them now, they are so hyper comic booky, and in like not the greatest ways at points. Um, there's definitely moments in there that are clunky. There are moments in there that make you just want to like, you know, face palm watching it. Some of the lines, like when he calls Green Goblin Gobby all the time and stuff, it's you, Gobby, you're out of your mind and all those lines. And it's like, oh, you who's out, out of your mind or whatever he says. But I, I was actually impressed with those movies because they went with the vivid, vivid colors and they made it look like a comic book come to life without doing like the Ang Lee Hulk bullshit of here's yeah. a panel leading into the next thing. It's like that whole thing was horrendous. Um, and, and, and the acting is a little more stilted in those, but it's, it's like Jesse said, I like, I like the Peter Parker that Tobey Maguire is. I wasn't yeah. necessarily sold on his Spider-Man because none of the Spider-Man quips landed with me at all. They all felt wrong. His delivery of them felt bored or lazy yeah and it's because of his voice no, is he, very he's got that voice you know this was better in the, uh, in the dramatic moments i mean you go to the stop in the subway car like you know the yeah the train that's one oh, of the best absolutely as as, as much as yeah. i have moved on from those movies that sequence is one of the best comic book sequences i think yep. in, in movies just and period that, mm-hmm. yeah everyone ho- grabbing him in and you know not saying anything, yeah, I, you know. I, it's just a start to finish. You know? Yeah, goosebumps. Yeah. I'm getting goosebumps. The whole thing about is it. amazing. And, and it, 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 like, I mean, we it, granted they did that whole in the first one. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us, and all that stuff. Right. And it was very on the nose for what we just had happen a year before that, or not even a year before that. And in that case, there was something about. You, with that train sequence in particular, you saw how unified he made people believe they could still do the right thing, even if they didn't have the mask. And that goes into into the Spider Verse. Jesse and I were talking about that not long ago, where you know anyone can wear the mask, you can wear the mask, and all that. And I love that in that moment, those people wore the mask to protect him. And even even yeah. when Doc Ock shows up, and and that big, you want to get through, get to him, you got to go through me, and everybody else stands up and. It's yeah. like they all risk their their health and their you know everything just to protect him because he did it to them you know but, and yeah um, but but I guess it, getting into the Andrew stuff real quick 
I was not a big fan of those movies for the fact that I felt like they pushed those movies so opposite of how the Raimi movies did that it really, there were parts I liked, yeah. but overall I felt like they had that whole story about his parents being the spies and about the, yeah. now it's, 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 it's him that's going to get the spider bite and it's him alone. It won't be anybody else's because that's what his father programmed into the mix. And I was like, no, no, no. I don't like that. This is his, his, it's his destiny. It's an accident that happens to yes. him randomly. And it yeah. just ended up being the right person that got that, that turned into the hero versus, you know, if, if anyone else would have gotten it, we would not, not have a hero possibly. And there's, Oh, I will say though, the one of the best moments of those movies so that I can offset the negative is I, I love the Stanley cameo in the first one of amazing Spider-Man. Cause I love that he's in the library and he's got his, headphones on yeah. and lizard and spider-man are fighting in the back but that bridge sequence is absolutely one of my favorite moments of that with with the whole he's trying to save the kid and he actually takes the mask oh, yeah. off and he says if you wear it you'll it'll make you brave and he gets the kid out of the car mm-hmm. i was like freaking heck that's one of my it's like spider-man is that guy he he has to be that guy and they did such a great job with that scene but um yeah the his spider oh, yeah. his peter parker was too cool it, way too cool. He was not Peter there in 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 Toby or in the Tom way. He was well, he was way too skater boy. I mean, to way. me, we haven't gotten the perfect Spider-Man yet. Like there is, but uh, just overall, like I said, Andrew, the Andrew movies so far have done better for me. I'm still, I'm, and I'm not even factor. I'm t- I'm talking mainly between Toby and Andrew because Tom's saga is not finished yet. So I don't feel yeah. comfortable. You know, I mean if. If Toby's had ended at Spider-Man 2, maybe I would think differently. But it didn't, and it <laughs> ruined some of my favorite characters. Um, well. But real quick here, you, you made me remember where I was going there earlier. Uh, do you think, with No Way Home, is there a chance we see a Miles Morales, a Spider-Gwen? You know, some, some, I mean, everyone's talking Toby and Andrew... But, I mean, they, they're not the only Spider-Mens in the universe. So, is there a chance we get a, something out of left field like that? I think this would be a really good time to allow the Miles that they hinted at in the first Spider to, uh, Tom Spider-Man movie to get the spider bite. Okay. Maybe it comes from a spider from a different reality. Okay. Um, because they they seeded that you know with Prowler talking about his nephew, I completely um, forgot about webs, that. So I'm glad you remember when he webs him to the car and he's trying to. That's right. Yeah, he talks about his. He's got a nephew now. If that nephew didn't blip out for that five years, he's going to be closer to being a teenager. So I I hope they go that route. Um, just because with the animated Spider Verse stuff, right. Like I want to let the I want the movies to have their own ride with it and not cross over to like just pull them in out of nowhere. I want to see I want to see Miles in live action, his origin, and not just show up. But if he shows up, I'm sure I'll enjoy the hell out of it. But gotcha. Uh, real quick here, not trying to cut off, but it is like seven fifty eight. Are you going to try and get anything off the Horseman site at eight? <laughs> I I'm got not. it. <laughs> nope. You decide against the all-in? Yeah, I I mean, as cool as it is, I don't use mugs that often. 
Um, I'm not going to wear the pin, and I already have really annoying Christmas cards to send my family, so. <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, Sean, did you, uh, sorry, did you have any last thoughts about Andrew or Toby or anybody, and then we'll, or Miles, that's who we're on, and then we'll we'll jump over to, in case people are wondering what we're talking about here with Stroll Horseman. Um, uh, honest, I, I would enjoy seeing them in live action just because I, I feel like there's so many people out there fan casting those characters that it would nice, be nice to go, here's who it is in Marvel now. And this is the person. And I, I don't need to see them coming in and, and doing a whole movie like into the Spider-Verse, but it would be cool to even have like a hint of them and just go like, okay, from here out, we know they're out there. And, and yeah. then they can be brought back or something. That'd be more than enough at this point. And you guys did see that uh, extended trailers from overseas where where all the villains are jumping at Spider-Man. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, there's actually, you know, uh, the point where Spider-Man's swinging and everyone's jumping and you see the lizard like jumping. Well, yep. it actually plays like two seconds longer in this other trailer, and you actually see the lizard like being knocked back by some mm-hmm. invisible force. Mm-hmm. And Jesse <laughs> said he's out. Forget you guys. No, sorry, I'm. I, I had a, a phone call coming in. <laughs> but yeah, so clearly there will be somebody else, at least one other person in that scene. And the person who edited that uh, trailer is probably fired <laughs> because that was scrutinized probably more than the JFK assassination that week because they're like, who's lizard jumping at? Right. What's going on? No, it's, I can't wait to see it. Actually. It's uh it should be really good. I, I like the, wasn't much of a teaser, but the teaser they did for across the spider verse. Yeah, that uh, just came out last night, I think, right? Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I have no sense of time. <laughs> I knew I saw it last night, and then I showed my I kids saw today. It. I don't know if it was released last night or not. I yeah. saw it before we started recording this, so that's all I know. <laughs> it, and and the thing is, Matt, being who he is about spoilers, it really doesn't give much away. It just makes you go, "I'm so happy that this is happening again." Basically, yeah, it it. Yeah, I won't say anything just so I don't spoil anything for the trailer when you get to the teaser when you get to watch it. But yeah, it literally doesn't really give you much new stuff. But I absolutely love that movie, so can't wait for the sequel. Yeah, that I can't wait either. And I did just grab two more Krampuses because. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> So I got distracted for a moment there. Well, I want the one because I really think I'm going to need some parts from it for that custom we talked about earlier. Um, And then I figure it never hurts to hold an extra Mythic Legions figure, right? No, no, not usually. I'm going to try to go to PAX next weekend in Philly. Oh, yeah, yeah. They just said the horsemen are going to be there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to drive the hour and a half or whatever to Philly, pay the, the $35 to get in, and go like to their table and leave. <laughs> That's what I would do if I could do that next week. I mean, do the exact it's, same it's, thing. A ga- it's a gaming convention, so I'll probably look around because I do D&D. Um, but, yeah, as long as you're there. Um, but yeah, I plan on uh, going there, so I didn't want to double dip on Krampus. 
Um, which I guess that's our segue into yeah. that. Yeah, we got uh, and yeah, go ahead. You're the one. You're <laughs> the one with the Krampus. So tell yeah. us about him. So for any of you listening and or watching, 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 watching. I, I speak YouTube. I speak good English. Um, uh, that's the next M Night Shyamalan movie. Be the watching, watching. <laughs> <laughs> or the sequel the to the Watchmen. The sequel to the Watchmen is the Watching. <laughs> um, the uh, the four horsemen who do Mythic Gens, uh announced was it yesterday or fri- was it yesterday or Friday? It was yesterday. Yesterday, the yeah, 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 yesterday, yesterday morning. <laughs> yeah, we had like um, hardly any warning. Yeah, they were going to do like a super secret in stock sale um which i always miss out on because i'm always at work and i always forget to look yes um by the time i look here it's 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 all gone so um i was like cool i don't work on sunday morning so i'll check it out and it was really unclear what it was going to be right um you know it was there's gonna be new stuff and figures and yeah it was never offered so i didn't know if it was going to be in stock stuff like like the all-stars wave or something else and then uh you know some new items i thought maybe it's like a weapons pack or like an yep. accessory pack or something or some weird thing some people were talking about being the standard release of the, the sir gerard which i feel would be a little too soon of a release for that after the other ones but that's the way my mind was working and right. what was it nine o'clock eastern time today and then they're doing it again right now at 8 8 p.m eastern time yep. and Two whatever drops. your time zones are um same stuff both drops it is a uh special package uh uh krampus uh mythic legion figure so it's not branded mythic legions they're calling it what are they call- figure obscura figure obscura. yeah which what? are like it's a side it's kind of like off worlds it's kind of it's related but not um where well, it's, it's still it's still that would yeah it's still mythic legions but it's not it's they're not in the factions that's the key because that was everyone's first question is what faction is it in you know noble right. bear red star whatever so this is like it's like cryptids basically of the of mythos because mm-hmm. i i thought their description said he, it was pulling even from our universe that these things could cross over into Anyway, it's Krampus. Uh, really, really cool looking. I, mean, I don't know if you have the ability to pull pictures up, but if you go to Store Horseman or Source Horseman or whatever, you can find all the info about it. I don't know if you guys have links that, but I could have um, if I'd done it beforehand, but I didn't, <laughs> so I'm not going to. Um, but it's really cool. He's got the the basket on the back and the you know the 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 bundle of uh, sticks, like the switch and the chain. I saw a picture with bells, but I don't know if that was someone had already um, had a customization of it with bells around his neck on a, on a cord. Um, But it just looks really cool. Um, They did a a pin, a mug with Krampus on it, uh, that their design, the box is cool. It almost looks like an advent calendar where it's like the two doors that open up with really cool artwork from uh, why am I drawing a blank on his name? That's the one. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, cards. Originally, I thought it was a book because I, I tried to check out so fast. Oh yeah! And uh, Matt Matt updated me. They were um, Christmas Krampus cards. Yes, uh, I think it was a pack of ten, which I guess they're going to be available until they sell out. Yep. Um, 
And then Retro Rags, in conjunction, released, uh, was it red, green, and black? Three different colors? Maybe yep. four different colors of the three, Krampus logo shirt uh, with Krampus on the back. Mm. Um, I know, I need to get one of those, too. Oh, darn the horsemen. <laughs> Don't they know Christmas is coming? <laughs> and Motu Joe, for that matter. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, uh, I... See, uh, I didn't know what to expect, and I was checking out so fast, and I'm just like, all in, 75 bucks, fuck it, let's go. You know? <laughs> and, then, and then after I, like, got my order through them, like, I mean, I saw the figure, and I'm like, he looks amazing, all mm. in, extra stuff, at a discount, like, great, let's do it. And yeah, so I got mm. the, I got the pin, the mug, and the, and the greeting cards coming, as, as well as the Krampus. And um, it was actually interesting because out of the first drop, they the all in sold out first because I uh, I know you originally tried to get it couldn't. Sean, did you go after the all in or you just went for the figure? I just went for the figure, but I kept refreshing because I wasn't sure if that was it. <laughs> when they right. posted it, I, I'm thinking they, I've I've had a I've actually had some luck with the in stock sales, and I refreshed during an in stock sale, and I noticed that more stuff will up will load. Sometimes, and I'm like, yeah. crap! I'm glad I didn't get to the to the checkout part already. But today it was just yeah, there's like four or five things that they added in, and I'm like, okay, I'm just making sure this is it, and then I I just went right for the figure because. Um, that was that was very much what I wanted over the other bells and whistles at this point. And so, so they all in sold out first. Yeah. Then the next time I checked, and I was at work this morning, so I couldn't like keep checking. But next time I checked, the regular figure and the mug actually sold out. So, mm-hmm. and that was out of the first drop. And then eventually they pulled everything off, and now they just put it back up and. As of right after I did my order at 701 for the regular figures, I looked and the all-in was already sold out again. So it lasted even quicker this time, it seemed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the chatter I saw in the Cabal, um, it, the, the all-in sold out in a minute this, yeah. on the morning drop. Okay. Wow. And it looked like the figure was available for a couple hours before yeah, they... Yeah, it was a while. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they sold out of it before they they closed it down. Yes, um, it did. I, I did see drop. it with the sold out before before the actual before everything got pulled. So they. Mm-hmm. Did I wonder sell if they did like the Sergerard where that was like four hundred for each. I think it. I think they had four hundred. I think it had to be even more. I bet this was and may, maybe it was one of these. Because he lasted um, a while, and even now he's still the regular figure's still there. Um, along with the bells and whistles, and then the shirts, you have to go over to Retro Rags to get them. Yeah, well, that's I, th- good, I, see, uh, I might look to see if they have the shirts at uh, at the show next weekend. That's possible as well. But yeah, it's, I I guess that's where I was going with it. It just it seemed like such a better. I mean, I know I saw some people. Basically, the all in is what was mostly the thing that people were like upset that they didn't get but it seemed mm-hmm. like everybody who wanted a krampus figure this morning pretty much got a krampus figure this morning and he's still mm-hmm. there now so i guess that's you know for for 
everybody who likes to pile shit on the horsemen and say they don't care about the fans, my God, they do everything they can to, oh, yeah, it happens. I mean, any online community, it's huh. going to happen. But mm-hmm. um, they really go all out to try and make sure it's, I mean, it, the limits they put on this, you can get two two regular figures and one of the all-in sets. Like, no one else mm-hmm. does that. NECA isn't going to do mm-hmm. that. They're yeah. going to let people buy whatever they want, you know. And they did the two drops to try and accommodate for the different time zones around the world. I mean, these guys mm-hmm. go out of their way. And I thought it went really smoothly. There was the website held up. There was no lag on my end, you know. Yeah. Got in, got out both times and no issues. So, just Same here. Those yeah, it's the smoothest online checkout I've had from like a live, like yeah. items going live that I've ever done in between collecting pops and you know, stuff on NECA or Marvel Legends stuff or Black Series stuff, you know, it's always such a cluster when it comes to stuff going live. Absolutely. You know, it, it goes up 15 or 45 minutes after it was supposed to because Walmart's site crashed and couldn't handle yeah. all the traffic. And, you know, these are just a couple guys out of New Jersey, right? And mm-hmm. and, and I don't mean that in a dismissive mm-hmm. way, but like of, of any of the toy lines I've been collecting, and I, it's quite a few, um, <laughs> I I just joined the Cabal a couple weeks ago after going to Legion Con with Sean, yep. and seeing how interactive everybody is. Like I posted about, hey, is anybody in this area going to PAX next weekend that wants to carpool on Saturday? Yep. And someone immediately, within fifteen minutes, invited me to a different group that was just for like the yep. Central Pennsylvania area. Oh wow! Um, or Northeast, I forget what they called it, but. Um, you know, I was like, Hey, you might be, you know, this is a more focused group for the area. If you want to try mm-hmm. that here. Um, so it's just really cool. And the fact that Legion's con had them selling their stuff at the table and they had all these guests, like modifying their products and making other things you can add onto their products like Hasbro and Mattel. I can't see them ever doing that no. without turning it into a thing that they're going to bank off of and make it ridiculously expensive for regular fans to get like the Mattel creations. And, um, Oh my God, that was, all that stuff, which, which I see those and no offense to the people that create, like I have zero interest in like matchbox cars in clear cases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, that's, that's not to diss anybody that's into those things. Cause I know there's a huge fan base for like die cast cars and all that stuff. It's just, yeah. You're selling me a box with the toy already inside of it? Like, I, well, it's I just want it like, out. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you know, shoot, did you guys see that Orco necklace that they dropped? On oh, yeah. Freaking. No. $150 <laughs> for this Orco necklace, and it's plastic? Wow. It is a plastic necklace. I mean, it looks cool. It's like a clear orco. Is it a and Nerf got blaster? Like a little light. Of- <laughs> no, it's a necklace. <laughs> it's a necklace. Plastic necklace that you would get. Mm-hmm. she used to come with one. Their first release figures had a, had a <laughs> necklace with it. Came free. Mm-hmm. Now you want one of Orco, you got to pay 150 bucks. I'm like, that's the part I couldn't believe. Because, you know, Han Cholo has been doing the jewelry for a long time now, but he does, you know, stainless mm-hmm. steel and, you know, real freaking materials. 
Yeah. How are you yeah. going to put a $150 price tag on a plastic necklace? That is just mind-boggling to me. Well, the, ever since they did the Mad Saki stuff, I haven't yeah. really paid attention to anything they've done because I found that to be questionable in general. Because I'm sorry, that that was just... Especially for that to be one of the first things out of the gate they did. I'm like, nothing about this is yep. anything I need to keep track of anymore. I'm good. So. Yeah, but they won't release any of the art as prints or any, you know, any of that. They own all that vintage art, that box art. They won't release that as, you know, hats or shirts or prints or blankets or anything, you know. But they'll do a freaking $150 plastic necklace. Come on. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Disgusting. Well, that, that just leads into my typical tirade of it's it's a brand owned by Mattel. I mean, that's it. And I, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to be that guy about it. But it's just they're a corporate brand. They're going to do what they want with it, whether we like it or not. And some people love it. I mean, the Mad Saki stuff sold out in minutes, I, if I remember right. It, and and it, even in this I case, like I'm sure it probably sold well. But I, I don't know. I just don't see it the way they see it and i'm actually happy i don't see it that way i don't see this being an artistic brand like that i see it as an imagination imaginative brand as a creative brand but it doesn't mean you have to sell jewelry based on the brand or somebody defacing other people's artwork and selling it as their own kind of a brand (laughs) i mean i said it yeah i did it (laughs) i will say what almost got got me was those uh, Puma Skeletor uh, tennis shoes. Oh, I yeah, that's al- what got you. <laughs> I almost did. The Skeletor one. I didn't care for the He-Man ones, but the Skeletor mm-hmm. ones looked pretty cool. But I just I could not bring myself to drop 150 on uh, on a pair of shoes. Like I, well, because then I'd be the guy who's like always like cleaning them and scrub. Like I can't wear these. These are yeah, you wouldn't wear dollar shoes. <laughs> you'd have them just but on your shelf, and that's right. the end of it. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's not that's not a huge leap for a pair of shoes, though. No, it's really not. I mean, it's more than I pay for shoes because I'm a cheap bastard when it comes to anything except action figures. <laughs> no, I mean, a regular pair Close of Nike's Reeboks are going to be 100 bucks like, easily. I go, yeah. we got a yeah. outlet mall next town over, and that's where I get all my shoes. So I'm usually around, like, 50, 60 range. But, yeah, regular price mm-hmm. them is... Yeah, it's, I it's, tried New Balance like ten years ago, and I've been a New Balance guy ever since. They fit my feet better than oh yeah any shoe. Yep. So <laughs> and now we I love it when I go into the shoe store in the mall. <laughs> the old the, the, the old that we white New guy Balance starter pack New Balance yeah. shoes. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm glad I'm so oblivious to those sorts of sentiments about things. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, I had no because usually I go to the I go to the shoe store in the mall and it's like buy one get one half off. Perfect. Yeah. I buy two pairs of the same shoe, <laughs> just different colors. Sold. <laughs> and then you have to make the joke I, about, well, if I'm getting one half off, what am I going to do with one shoe? Exactly. I mean, buy a new balance. You got to make the bad jokes. <laughs> as much as I love bad jokes and puns, like <laughs> I don't like joking with retail people. <laughs> Being a retail person, it's like, oh, oh no, I guess no. it's free. <laughs> like I can't, I like cannot no. do those jokes. 
because we have heard it all. <laughs> I, Trust me. I don't tell the worker. That's why I tell my wife or my kids to make them like go like, oh, my God, I, why am I here with you? That's uh, mm-hmm. No, I will agree that sentiment. Never say whatever you think. You know, bag boy asks you if you want help out to your car. By God, if you say, well, are you going to come in and put them away? No. Mm. No, don't do it. We've heard it all fucking day, and we're sick of it, all right? <laughs> You're not. If it's later in the day, you're not even going to get the half-hearted uh, uh, chuckle from me just trying to appease you because I'm mm-hmm. done. <laughs> yeah, that is a nerve. <laughs> the crash of the old man show lives. This is it. <laughs> New balance. I'm not going to appease you. <laughs> it's all here. We got it all. You guys pick up anything lately? Krampus. <laughs> I don't have that, but I got that this morning at least. <laughs> I uh, oh. I know Sean saw Jesse might not have seen, but the um earlier in the week I set up the I actually pulled out like almost all of my loose masters of the universe along with some mythic legions and I actually set them all up at once, mm-hmm. which is like the first time that my collection has ever been that displayed like all at once because yep. I don't have a good spot for display. Um and where they actually they're still set up, but um yeah, just it is what it is. I don't have a great spot for display. I don't have a big area. So the majority of the time my collection sits in totes and I kind of rotate out some stuff here and there. Or when I get new stuff it'll go on display and the older stuff will go. One day I will have it all displayed in its glory. But it's kind of fun. But me and my son, we set everything up. He had a blast. He was asking about different characters, um, and then I also opened up the latest wave of the the new Masterverse figures. And I gotta say, oh. these are some of the best figures. These two right here, uh, Spikeor and Beastman. These are mm. my favorites of the line thus far. They are just so well done. Beastman's a heavy mother. The the articulation, the the swappable hands, uh, he's just great. I love, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> the hair on the back, the way it, it, he's got that nice ball joint in the in the abdomen, so you can really do the hunched over thing. Um, yeah, they really turned out great. And then Spike Gore, really, for someone who can't afford a classic Spike Gore, he actually fits in really nicely um i'm all in on these masterverse figures i think they're the best thing that mattel is putting out for masters currently Mm -hmm. i can't compare them to anything else because i don't well that's not true i have two classics i have a a sorceress from the um filmation line and i um sean hooked me up with uh teela from the regular classics Nice. I think. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah, first um, release. So I have those two. And I actually bought an Adora on eBay this week because I bought a head to make a custom Mythic Legion <laughs> character, but not paying attention to the web, the eBay page because he had a bunch that were on the Malena body. Yeah. And I thought it was just the way the hair was parted was just opposite of another one. I didn't realize it was he had ML and he, it was the Marvel Legends scale, so it doesn't. It's too small. <laughs> so, um, so I'm gonna use the uh, Adora head as a stand-in until I can find a better 
uh, custom head for this character from a story I wrote uh, uh, two years ago um, that I'm trying to make a, a Mythic Legion custom of. I love it. I love the creativity. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then, so, it was fun. I busted out Wave 2. Those are great. But uh, I just... Well, and Sean, I think I told you this story already, but so I got, my wife didn't even know I was doing this, right? I just um, got the fancy one morning, my day off, so it had been Tuesday, it was my day off, set them all up, had them all up there, took some pictures, took some video, all that, um, and then when she gets home later in the night, like I cleared off like one of our, it's like a buffet we have and it's got stuff on it. And so then later in the night, she comes home and she sees it all there. And she's like, and she, I'm just like, I'm just waiting for the, for the, you're going to get that cleared off. Right. You know, <laughs> and I, and I am, I, I haven't yet, but I will like, I, that's, mm. it's not staying there, but she's like, wow, that looks really cool. I'm like, oh, thanks. And she's like, she's like, it's neat seeing all of them together. Cause she's never seen my it's again that my collection has never been that much displayed at one time and i go she goes well why are the totes still out here and i'm like oh that's because you know i'm gonna put them away tomorrow which i didn't spoiler alert but. <laughs> and she goes oh you're gonna put them away she goes i figured you were just gonna leave them all there and i'm like you never fail to amaze me, babe. Like that's... this, this is the moment where he looks at her and goes, "I know why I gave you the ring now." Yes. Like, if I wasn't before, I know now. This is the moment. It confirmed. But I and I told her, I, I said, "That's awesome." I'm like, I love that you're like that. But I like this is not like it was fun to set them up and take them. But this is not how I want to display them. Like the you know, the cats will knock them down constantly, and it's not. It's not a display space for them, but that's awesome that she just, like, came home to all my toys covering her buffet, and she's just like, oh, you're not leaving them there? Like, that's... (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Keep her! Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that that makes it easy for you when you guys upgrade in your housing situation uh, after this place, hopefully... Oh, that, uh, you'll be like, and here is where I'm going to put my castle Grayskull, and she'll be like, awesome. <laughs> she will be. She is always on me, actually. I'm the one who's not put, she's like, because she sees all the cells I've got and the posters mm-hmm. and the prints and everything else, and she's like, why aren't you doing anything with this? And I'm like, because I can't, I don't have the space in this house to make my space. Like, it'll yeah. just be, it'll just be, you know, Oh, here's some He-Man pictures in the living room, which like that's just not me. Like I mm-hmm. want, I want like Jesse's got like he's got his display space, you know. Um, but that's called an apartment. That's it's like literally entire, his apartment. It's the There's entire a apartment. There's a bed in there bathroom, somewhere. entryway, kitchen, <laughs> living room, bedroom. It's everything. I mean, it's yeah. basically one giant room. But yeah, the ceiling. He, well, you also have no, you also have no kids apartment. to worry yeah. about. So I mean, I have no kids. I have no. <laughs> well, I have no wife. I I've, alone, I've brought so, my yeah, kids I mean, over once or twice, though. Yeah, <laughs> they, and I'm they sure turn it into their personal toys. <laughs> right. When I get a place that's more, you know, no. not a studio or whatever apartment, like I'll have a space that's not 
floor to ceiling toys. Like my bedroom right. would ideally not be all action figures and collectibles. Um, but right. And when I my was in bed, just happens that, to be in the space, like you know, where all my stuff is. Like if I if I didn't have to have it, I wouldn't. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think in the you know it just just to me like there should be. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not like closeted about it or anything. But like, if, if I want you to see my collection, you'll see it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You, you want to show it off in the way that you feel best represents it, not just not just because. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Now, when yeah. I was in yeah. a, I was in a studio apartment, and yes, all my stuff was like, you know floor to ceiling everywhere mm-hmm. because that's the space I had. But exactly yeah, now it's like it's like no, I want to I want to be able to create. The space. I mean, I've got yep. plans for the cells, the prints, the toys, but I just I don't I have that room. Just built a, a added a new shelf to the shelves <laughs> over my TV stand to uh, let my Star Wars figures breathe. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't enough room. I had to make a <laughs> riser on that <laughs> shelf. So now, because I got the Rogue One, I got the new wave of Rogue One all on pre-order. So like, once they come in, they will have space to go. But I couldn't get my Bad Batch characters in there. I wanted to move the Bad Batch characters because they're in yeah. their own dedicated shelf <laughs> back over here, which I wanted to put my Mythic Legions that weren't on horseback in there. Um, so like, there's virtually the, the, the table space in front of me, my art table, <laughs> is like the only open space where there's not stuff piled up. But I love it. There was yesterday. I was taking pictures of all the <laughs> mythic legions. Like, yeah. I don't know if you if, saw the post in the cabal. It, basically, if Jesse did a walkthrough, like I know Steve and Jeremy both did a walkthrough in their collections in the last uh, 48 hours or so. If he did it, he would need to do it in parts. Not because, <laughs> not because of any other reason than he has a lot in that room. I, I every time I go over there, I am always in awe of how much he's managed to yeah. make work in a small space, and he somehow still keeps getting more stuff, and he still finds places. <laughs> I, it's like he's his mutant power is knowing how to put things in small places. It's amazing, and, and that what kills me. Sounds- is, I like how yeah, just that, kept... I don't like the way that sounds. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> he knows how to position you mean, his collection. You mean, you mean like the back and... of a Volkswagen? <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to make his collection display well in a small apartment. Yeah. And his apartment isn't really small, but it's definitely it's a studio for, right. for lack of a better term. But um, and, and what kills me is like he he's also getting some of these uh, Alithia wave characters from uh, Mythic Legions. Yeah. Like he's getting the the uh, Minotaur, and or, or I'm sorry, the Centaur. The Centaur. And I'm I'm like, uh, yeah. where are you going to put moose. this? <laughs> the moose was so, The moose was so tempting, and I still have no idea why. But I'm just like, it's a moose, and where are you going to see another moose? <laughs> like, if you want a moose, you need to get a now. <laughs> yeah. You should have been selling it for them. If you want a moose, you need to get it now. Have you got? You know, I I didn't even think about it, but apparently that centaur is still gonna pull apart at the waist like a normal typical figure. figure. Yeah. So you will actually be able, like someone threw out today, like, hey, what if we take that Krampus upper body and put that on a centaur, mm-hmm. like on the on the horse part? And I'm just yeah, like, that would. 
be amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, the way the horsemen designed these figures. Like, you can make any character a centaur. Like, that's... Why it's, do I not have insane. five centaurs? That's it, Well, that's the thing. And that's, like, you know, I, I, I'm sure there's people out there that listen to our podcast going, why is this guy not buying any Masters of the Universe stuff? But I'm like, I don't see the creativity compared to what they're doing with the, the horsemen in that line anymore. No, I mean, no, it's just... The, the, and, and the forward thinking that they had and, and, and how something's going to work and then you find out this works with that even though that was a first release right. or whatever and so you know for me like I I spent um, my, my All Stars 4 wave is finally on its way to me through Legion Shop which is, I, I got really excited when they gave me the nice. email about that that was my first time dealing with them and I, actually it was a really good experience so I, I will probably order from them again in the future uh, cause I do like, they just send an invoice. It wasn't, mm-hmm. I did a pre-order where I paid a non-refundable deposit of $10 each. And then after that, I just got an invoice. It wasn't like they took the money from me right away. It, it, it would have hurt me if they would have took the money right when they did it. And I waited another day and then boop, I got the money to them. But, um, yeah, I, I, I'm always amazed at the forward thought that they had. And it's like, it's amazing to think this line probably has been, completely thought out from the beginning and they're just giving you the bits and pieces right now of, of like, well, then we could do this well, now and we could do this now and add these things. But I, I went on eBay and I started like getting little pieces just for the mm-hmm. fact that it's like, Hey, here's a pair of gold boots. Maybe I'll need them one day. You know? <laughs> I, I start doing that. If I get a little bit of extra money, I'm like, I'm going to buy a pair of gloves today because maybe I want to do a custom with that kind of glove of someday or whatever. So I thought it was cool. I saw, I don't know where I saw it uh, in the last day or two. Um, they said something about how there's stuff that they've designed way back in like the first waves that they like mm-hmm. designed, sculpted, and made that they haven't even released yet. So it's yeah. like, what? Well, yeah, and I, I know- don't have that level of patience. Like, if I have something and I want to share it, I'm like, here it is. It's right. falling apart in my hand, but here it is, you know, <laughs> versus like, planning and like no we're gonna release these things we're gonna do this and i'm sure things like change as they go but just to know that they have figures that were designed earlier that maybe they'll retool or whatever with like the improvements they made over the years just because i was looking at the um xylona's flock wave or the illitha's wave or whatever it is and the new poxus circle of poxus wave just the way they're doing the belts and the accessories on those just look and in no way am I criticizing the, the earlier line, but they just look like leaps and bounds, you know, beyond yeah. mm-hmm. the, the detail and the, the quality of the, the fitting and stuff. So but I know even we brought up like, you know, it kind of seems like they need an upgrade kit, like maybe release a Cape pack or something rope pack. Cause yeah, some of these older figures now, are really starting to kind of look out of place with, especially with how they really went soft goods on this latest mm-hmm. uh, wave. Um, and I know, I know the one instance I heard about was Jeremy Gerard. Actually, once Cosmic Legions came out, he was finally able to say that back when he did intern for a day, like three or four years ago, like he saw the preliminary concepts for that blue alien like that's Mm -hmm. how long they've been working on cosmic legions you know Mm -hmm. even if they didn't know 
that I think that's part of it too. Like even if they didn't know at the time that it would become this, like they're always just creating these characters. Maybe mm-hmm. sometimes they do have like a whole, oh, he's going to be this guy. And sometimes just like, here's something, here's a character. What can we do with it? And then years down the line, it's like, oh, Cosmic Legions. Perfect. You know? Yeah. So, well, it, but yeah, just that creativity it, is amazing. I I love knowing that the first wave, they, it, I, I don't want to say it was bare bones, but it was pretty much, you could see how they had X amount of parts in that library but yeah. they made the best use of those parts. And then now you're looking at a character like um, Attila, for instance, and Gorgo Aetherblade, who they did that two-pack for, for the um, the Kickstarter on the video game. And you see that now, and it's like, you can appreciate how far the line has come. And granted, you know, all of us will admit on the show, we were not there at the very beginning, like no, a lot of other OG fans. But, but how many of us at this point feel like we aren't accepted for that. None of us, because the community that they built has really made it easy for us to still jump right in and enjoy it. And the best part is you get the, you get that, um, the gift of time for us to look at that and appreciate, wow, they started with this and that was still good. And that would have still drawn my attention, but look where we are now. How exciting is it to get a re like a 2.0 figure and just go, wow, this is awesome and the the 1.0 still looks pretty good and you're like now i might get that for my collection one day too because that would be kind of fun to pair them together but yeah they're pushing this to levels where the detail and the sculpts i mean when we saw the the poxis wave at legions con when you see those in person the the photos trevor williams uh, one six shooter who does the photos for the horseman he never ever does a photo that doesn't make me enticed to buy any of the figures. I will say that. And he, he does an amazing job, but when you see them in person, it's like, I wanted to just hand Gorn boy my money right there and get the, the prototypes. Yeah. Even, Cause it's yeah. that good. <laughs> I wish he would have probably been like, are you crazy? You know? And Jim was right That's down right. there from him. And I have a feeling Jim would have been like, Hey, get out of here. Get fu-, you know, that, you yeah. know that kind of I, I wanted to walk out of there with the, the Ray Taylor or whatever her name was. Like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wanted, just I wanted the, the face Zaza and the hair on that figure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. blow me away like the rest of them are really cool and then like but I, like yeah i kind of want to get two of her just so i can use one of her extra heads as a, a for my custom figure but i'm never gonna get it a, a human face painted that nicely God. and then you know at the same time like they're always pushing it to the next level but what other company actually asks the fans hey all of this back catalog, it's all gone, secondary market only now. Yeah. What figures would you like us to bring back out? Mm-hmm. Like that, what? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Hasbro kind of does that with the archive line for Star Wars. They asked, but the, the fans decide on it? They've... They've done. Fa- you get to vote on one. I mean, they, it's like four, okay. four or five figures per wave when they do the archive line. You know, that's like better paint apps or a new head sculpt or something like that. It's basically the same figure, but something's a little bit different. Gotcha. Um, so if you missed out on the earlier waves, you know, you you've got your chance at those four or five figures. But they usually have a poll 
um, through like the fan channels to, to pick at least one of them. Um, but again, it's not, it's, I don't think it's comparable to no, even then, what, what four horsemen do, does. And the horsemen, they, they don't change anything like they could. And I don't think anyone would be mad at them if they were like, all right, we're going to re-release Attila, but we're going to give him different colored armor this time to differentiate, you know? Yeah. Maddie Collector did it with Master Universe Classics. They they put the original on the package. Like Horsemen are just straight up like, no, you want us to make the figure again? Here it is. Like mm-hmm. you know. So uh and that should be coming up again soon, from what I'm hearing. Uh is there a figure that you guys have in mind that you'd like to see or that you would vote for for the for the next All Stars wave? Yeah. At... Who? <laughs> Azahar. I, I really want that yellow uh, demon. Yeah, um, that's who, that's who yeah, I was going to go with too. But, I gotta have. I, I've got the blue demon. I will exactly. be pre-ordering the combined form. I need yellow. Exactly. I, I need the yellow shoot. one. And um, beyond that, I've had other ones in my head that I'd like, and apparently they've already done an, an all-star wave in the past for some of them, but. Here's a little uh, tidbit that I found out in the last week. If they, if a character has already been in an all-star wave, it's been said it doesn't mean that it won't be offered again in another all-star wave. Hmm. Cornboy actually actually went in. Uh, they, there was a question on the Cabal asking that, and he's like, nope, it doesn't exclude them. They might redo another one uh, eventually. So. I don't know what that means exactly, if they're going to do 2.0 if they offer it or whatever, but at the same time, there's characters like uh, Otho, who yeah. you might as well figure that's almost like, you know, close to half of a mortgage to buy him on eBay at this point, if you can even find them. I'd love for him to show up on it, too. Those those are like my two, where if they did those, you got my money. No problem. <clears throat> I don't think I know the the back catalog of characters well enough to know any specific ones I want because half of the time, with the way I'm buying these, like whatever characters I can get a hold of, yeah, I either I either change them to fit the story I want or they add a new element based on what they are. So like, um, uh, I definitely want to get more. I don't even know if I I don't I don't even know <laughs> at this point like. I like the Zylonis flock characters and I yeah. like the new Poxus wave characters. Other than that, I just kind of want to build up like goblin and orcs. Um, the King, I guess the King goblin um, would be yeah. cool to have. Um, I can't think of his name now, but yeah, I agree. King Noglin. Noglin. Yes. Noglin. Yeah. Thank you. Um, or one of the more unique dwarf characters, even though I have those two really cool uh, custom ones that I got from uh gray Haven. Gray, Gray Harbor, um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty much good with just rolling forward at this point. I got a Queen Urza, Urza, a week or two ago, and she's really cool. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty much good with whatever, whatever comes out. If they give us options of to like vote between these number of characters, I'll be able to make a choice that way. But yeah, yeah, I think that I. I don't. I kind of got into Mythic shortly after the last voting. I don't think I did vote in it, but I, from what I understand, that's how it is. It's like 
Mm-hmm. Here's our back catalog. Vote for X amount of characters, and then the top ones get made. I mean, it seems so. Is also the guy with the like the beard and the dreads? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He is really cool. Like, if they offer him again, I will definitely go for him. But it's not one that I feel like I need to dip into reserve uh, <laughs> reserves uh, savings or any sort right. of extra cash to get the original. Uh, the only yeah, for, one I'm, I would throw out there that I really want is the Yellow Demon, absolutely, and then uh, Hagnon. I've been chasing a Hagnon, and I just I can't <laughs> bring myself. To, oh, is that the uh, the clear skeleton? The clear, the yeah. glow in the dark, clear skeleton. Yeah. Oh. And what gets awesome. me is I, I know uh, I know Matt got called out specifically for talking about the story elements of Mythic Legions or hit what we thought the lack there because I know we both. I'm not going to just yeah. be that guy. I made but, the uh, comment both, more publicly. But you made the you comment did. on a public, public yes. realm way more than me. And and what gets me is that's the character that when you found out his story, you're like, this is badass. Yeah. I, I, I'm <laughs> paraphrasing, but, ba- <laughs> but basically he... I guess I could pull up the actual story. Um, but yeah, that's one where like, uh, first off, glow-in-the-dark characters are like, sure. Absolutely. And then plus translucent too. On top of that, that's yeah, there's mean, yeah. a little bit of translucent, that. Translucent, glow in the translucent, dark. glow in the dark. Yeah. Um, uh, Does it smell too? I mean, you might as well throw in yeah, all the might... play effects there. <laughs> it smells like <laughs> dead people now. <laughs> I did buy. I bought. I bought at Ollie's a couple weeks ago. I bought a Neca Assassin's Creed figure that was clear, like translucent blue. I didn't know what I was going to do with them. I figured I'll just work them into Mythic Legion somewhere. It stunk. Like when I opened that package, I don't know if it's because it was the translucent. Was it? But like I, I put it. In a, no, I like it. Just smelled like. I don't even know how to describe the smell. Um, but it was it was strong, and it just it was just very obvious that it was there. I like filled up a bucket with like hot soapy water and put it in there for like two hours. <laughs> like hosed it off and everything and it's i just ended up throwing it away i kept the eagle the eagle didn't smell but the figure (laughs) did that's weird all right so here's hagnon's bio once a proud soldier in the order of etheron hagnon led a legendary campaign that led to one of the congregation of necronominus's greatest defeats later hunted down and captured by the treacherous brother mandibulus he was brought to the unforgiven morgolith for his final reckoning in a chilling act of revenge, Morgolith ended Hagnon's life and resurrected him as one of her own. Eternally chained and shackled for his crimes, he has become the menacing and forever conflicted ghostly agent of Necronymous. That's cool. Dude fought against them. Yep. They killed him and brought him back to life to serve them. It's, it's <laughs> almost like the slime pit. Yeah, it's got yeah. that vibe about like He Man fights against the horde, but if they get him in the slime pit, he's now one of their one of their guys now. And I like that it, it, for being a villain. That's a hell of a way to make your villainy known. Is yeah. you, you come up against me, you'll become one of my own. That's that's right. just badass. I love it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. that's the thing. A lot of the bios like I. 
I'm not going to be, you know, like dismissive completely, but a lot of the bios usually don't make me as like, wow, compared to one like that one, to be honest. But like, um, I, I like how it, for instance, my thing, when I first got, uh, Raygor, I ended up having a shelf dive with him. And that was yeah. like murder for me because out of any of the figures I have, he's going for like, three to four hundred dollars on ebay easily right now and um I, I i broke his shield and that was the only thing thankfully that broke but when you read his bio that's a big part of who he is is the shield is is about his designation and all that and i'm just like out of every freaking thing this is and so luckily there was a, a member of the cabal david williams who he reached out and he's like i got one do you want it and i'm like how much he goes no do you want it? Where's your address? I'll just say, and I was like complete. That was, that was one of the first um, experiences I had really working within the cabal and the community. And when he did that, I was just like floored that somebody would offer that so readily. And I'm just, you know, and I see that all the time. People will get these care oh, packages. Absolutely. Here's this figure. And here's all these extra accessories. They didn't even know we're going to be coming with it and stuff. So, yeah. But, um, but yeah, that bio. I love it. It's chilling. I like Absolutely. that, how chilling that feels. It, it, like you said, a lot of them are just kind of like, here's the guy or whatever, but there's a f- yes. quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm reading more and more of them now. Obviously, I don't have near all the figures, but just going through Source Horseman and mm-hmm. uh, reading them all, it's like there are some of them that are just like a slow burn. Like your mind just starts thinking like, wait, what does this really mean? Like in the grand mm-hmm. scheme of things, you know, if you guys could only collect one like one type of, of legions like dwarves elves orcs what would it be mine mine's pretty easy i and it's what got kind of what got me into the first ones i really started tracking down and that's the skeletons like for mm-hmm. me if i can only have one you know mm-hmm. i i gotta get my skeletons because they are just done so well done Mm-hmm. This one is this one is like having <laughs> to decide which child I'm not allowed to see ever again. Um, exactly. I I guess for me, I would probably still stick with my favorites, which is the barbarians. The noble bear guys are I, I they they are just like Frank Rosetta paintings. Three D. Go, go put your New Balance shoes on. I got a six. Thank you. <laughs> hey, I'm only hey, like a step hey. or two away from New Balance, man. <laughs> Ouch! Jesse can't even fathom this one. He's like, "What the hell's wrong with you guys?" No, you ask, I'm, I'm suffering from the. I'm suffering. Why from do you the ask for the New questions? Balance shoes? Oh. <laughs> oh man. Well, yeah, that too. Like, like from if I was only allowed to buy one type from this point on, I, I don't even know because I well, I like the creatures, like all the weird like animal hybrid things, but I don't know if that's like a, a a type. So I guess I would have to say either orcs or so, goblins. Okay, I guess you could say the flock because the flock is kind of all those like the centaurs. And I don't everything. want all the elves though. Yeah. Like I don't like the elves are cool, but like I don't know. I'm kind of I'm kind of burnt out on elves. <laughs> they're so they're so. I want them to go legitimate. And, and... 
I want them to re- now that they release Krampus. I want them to release Northern Elves that are actually like the small, short, pointy hats, like full on Santa's helper elves. Those will be the Northern Elves. Someone was recommending a uh, a Santa dwarf next year with nice. um, yes goblin scale elves with like the hats and ears and everything. Exactly. I love it. But be, so beyond your your creature, your woodland creatures, you said uh, which ones? It'd be uh, either orcs or goblins. Or you're supposed to choose between the two here. That's the whole point of the game. <laughs> <It's not>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm because in my mind, orcs and goblins are like of the same species, so they're technically in the <laughs> same line. But I would say orcs. I guess. Gotcha. Oh, those are, I actually don't have, I don't think I have any goblins yet, and I think I only have one. I might not even have an orc, honestly. I know I tried, I tried to get Borthog, but I missed him on the in-stock sale, and I just haven't bothered picking him up anymore. I like the orcs. Uh, I'd say, you know, they're they're probably top three for me, because the Fury orcs make them look badass. There's bright red orcs, oh man, they're... I have two of them, and it would be cool to get more at some point. But for the time being, I'm happy with just two. So I love it. Mm. You can see where our minds are at. This has been a mostly <laughs> mythic uh, <laughs> off-worlding. Well, if if they, it's like I said when when Corn Boy posted earlier. I'm like, curse you for 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 making me want something I didn't know last night I even needed in my life until I saw it at nine at nine in the morning. It's like. Jeez, what, the minute that thing showed up, yeah. I'm like, this is it? And then it's like, oh, this is it. You know, it's like I had both of those reactions at the exact same time. And actually, as of right now, the Krampus is the regular single figure is still in stock. So, I mean, wow. um, the the mug is sold out again, though. So, wow. Very interesting. <laughs> well, Recent other recent purchases, I got. Uh, I think I sent you guys both the picture of the jackpot and sights mm-hmm. transformers. Yes, and I had no idea who they were. <laughs> they looked cool. Um, I don't know if they ever existed in a figure other than the um, Action Master wave that I, Sean and I were kind of into um, before we moved out the of very, transformers in the like it's kind of the end of the Transformers for us at the time. Yeah, uh, early 90s. Very early 90s Action Master line. Um, So I now have two characters I had as Action Masters that I had never seen as regular Transformers before in the new War for Cybertron styling. Um, One is Mainframe that came with the ARC. Um, Is really the only reason I bought the ARC was so I could get (laughs) Mainframe. (laughs) I mean, the ARC is cool. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm never going to transform it into robot mode because um, it's a ship. It's not a right. robot to me. And uh, um, But it came with him and now Jackpot, uh, who's... And, and uh, the cool thing about Mainframe is he's like a bigger... He's like Optimus Prime scale size figure and Jackpot's like uh, uh, like Prowl scale. Um, but it's cool to see him in this same exact same color scheme as he was as the action master with his uh, bird pterodactyl whatever weapon that's more appropriate to scale than the action master version was. 
I still say if they ever put out a rad or uh, the other one, uh, Sprocket, I think was his name. He came with a vehicle. Uh, was he, he the was, green and yellow one with the helicopter? No, he was, he was, uh, like gold, black, and white. Mm. I forget what the vehicle even was. I think it was a, a car. Boring. I don't think I had any, like, um, air vehicles with the, the action master line. But like Rad is definitely the one where I'm like, he's like my side swipe. It, it's, you know, he's, it, you barely see anything with him, but when you see him, you're like, ooh, you know, that's it. For me, side swipe's always like, he, he's, he's always going to be like one of my top five just because he was the first transformer I ever had when I was a kid. So I had one transformer. Yeah, Sprocket came with a green car. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But yeah, I liked him. I liked the design of him. So, I had one. Which transformer did you have? It was a jet. He was blue. Thundercracker. Possibly. Because he was a jet. I remember he was supposed to combine with like four other jets to make a big jet thing. But then that wouldn't have been Thundercracker. Okay. So, kind of like a Devastator thing, but with jets. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what I I was not big into Transformers, if you couldn't tell. I did have (laughs) that. Uh, uh, <laughs> my buddy who lived two doors down, he had a bunch of them, and I used to mm-hmm. play with them. But I never, I never got into them. I mean, you're a lot. Being a little bit younger than us than you are, like you would yeah. have been like on the tail end of it, like being in, no pun intended, the prime of its coolness. Mm-hmm. So oh it yeah, was like for- before it was before Beast Wars came out, which I know. People right. younger than me really seem to like. Oh, Beast I Wars never got into amazing. that wave. I, I never. Um, again, I never owned them. My buddy did, but like the TV show Beast Wars, I watched that all the time. That was that was awesome. Yeah, for me, it'd be the Beast Wars did leave the greater mark on my childhood than regular Transformers, and this would have been in that that kind of that early. Well, it had to have been like it probably would have been ninety two, ninety three, somewhere around there. You know. So just as we were leaving it, you were, you were starting to at least understand right. about it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Back when they were coming out with a, what was that GI Joe extreme? And, mm-hmm. uh, they had the ghostbusters extreme and everything was extreme. Everything, everything <laughs> was extreme. And I blame Rob Liefeld for that yeah. because he just had everything yes. extreme and, and, and it had that blood in the title too. Got those oh, GI- and the X games. Yeah, <laughs> those GI Joe figures sucked. They had, like no articulation. They were posed weird. It was like, oh. I like I I was into it, it, Jesse's collecting the classified line, but uh, and, yeah, and I kind of gave up on that one myself. <laughs> but um, when I was a kid, uh, I remember like the end of GI Joe for me was when the Tiger Force stuff hit. I was like, I'm good. These are just repaints. <laughs> like I even could tell back when I was a kid. I'm like, this is a repaint. I don't give a crap. I have the original figure, you know. And right, and, and that was very much like I'm not, I'm not doing. And also, my mom would have looked at it and said the same thing because my mom was pretty wise to those sorts of things too. So yep. yeah. So you never, so you never collected the Kenner Batman line, then, did you? I had a couple figures, but I that was that was also in my transition of toys were going into more comic books. So yeah, <laughs> I had a few though. I had the one where you push his legs together and his ar- his arms would go up like a Silverhawks figure. Yeah, yeah. And I had the 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 normal black version. I think that one's just like Crime Attack Batman or something. 
And I didn't even get Joker. I just had the Batman figures, and that was the end of it. So Arctic pole vaulting Batman. Weren't the Joker and the Penguin... They were just like the super friends or the super yes. re- repaints and, of them in just like black or darker colors. I had those from when my I was a kid, so I just got the ones that I already <laughs> had. And I didn't my, my mom must have thought I was the thriftiest kid that day because I didn't worry about Joker <laughs> or Penguin. I it's like Catwoman was the only other one because she looked like yeah. Batman Returns Catwoman. So I had her yeah. and then I had the Batman and that was it. I didn't worry about the rest of it. I think I had yeah. one or two of the weird <laughs> <laughs> the weird color like the orange the orange batman or yeah. like the gold batman like oh yeah they, gold everything like, the tra- try and get those kids to buy them that's what <laughs> no you don't have a gold batman <laughs> of course and i think not. those were ones that like my mom just like was in the store and it was a batman figure so she she yeah. just got it and I mean, so it was nice to have a new toy but like i was like i don't yeah. I don't understand Arctic Batman. That's what you're. This is missing the director's original intent. No, I, I and then and then I still remember because of 1991, they Toy Biz started their whole venture into Marvel with the X Men toys, and we had the Magneto figure, and I used to use him as a super powered Max Shrek from Batman Returns because of what Catwoman does to him at the end of the movie with the electricity. So he comes back from the dead and it's Max Shrek versus Batman, but now he has electric powers just because it's comics. Why not? Might as <laughs> well. figure looked like freaking um, oh, uh, Christopher Walken. That yeah. figure looked like Christopher Walken. <laughs> I still have my Toy Biz Marvel Legends black suit Spider-Man. He was in the picture. The other day, I had him up on Castle Grayskull with everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the few figures I still have from kind of getting back into collecting. That's uh, Snake Eyes Wolf, right? Yeah, Timber. Timber. Hasbro just needs to release like a three pack of this. <laughs> that is cool. Because, like, you could you could sell it as a three pack. You could even throw Wolver- shoot throw Wolverine in it. And you, you know it's an instant Hasbro yeah. repaint cash grab. Um, <laughs> put two or three wolves in it. Like I would buy it just for the wolves and like yeah, you know. Well, we've said that for a long time. Why don't why do not why don't more places just do animals or creatures or you know whatever? Like just uh, I will buy know. the animals. Like there, there, there's the answer to your question. If Mythic. If Mythic does more like ride, like mount animals or just animals as opposed to like humanoid creatures, right. I'll buy those. Absolutely, <laughs> there's not enough of it out there. I mean, you're. I was looking. At, I was looking at the uh, the Hamato Yoshi Orokosaki Neca two pack just because it's like, man, that's a cool rat in a nice little cage. Like I'm thinking of like what I could use. Yeah. Like those accessories for the accessories, yeah, right. And I mean, I, I, I don't think, especially with you know, and I don't even do any like toy photography or anything. But those guys, like, they must be, they would go ape shit for that kind of stuff, you know, not having to make their own, you know, pints of ale and tables and stuff. Or for Mm -hmm. those of us who can't, like, I can't make that stuff like those guys can. Like just di- just diorama type pieces, world scene setting pieces. Like the companies really need to pay a little more attention to that. Mm. I know. I think was it 
is it Noble Bear or Legion Shop? Uh, the several of them I know offer like you know bread and like flagons of ale and yeah. you know different mm-hmm. things like for like table settings and stuff. Um, which I've been tempted to do, but I'm like I'm gonna wait till like I don't have any interior sets to put these guys in. I'm not doing photo- photography yet, so I'm just gonna right. chill out on ordering any of that stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I would. I could go I might, for, next oh, time I order, I might get one of those ones with the ale where it's like splashing out. Oh, nice! I haven't seen. That. I gotta go. See, I someone... gotta look more. <laughs> uh, but I, I could go for like a woodland creatures pack with like squirrels and uh, rabbits and stuff like that, or yeah, wolves sure. would be awesome. Uh, and then you could do a slightly different repaint and just like carve some pieces out of them and make like weird undead or like you know like oh yeah m- mutilated critter pack for like your necromancers and whatnot. Yeah. Where's, where is my undead wolf pack, corn boy? <laughs> I want it now. <laughs> like, did they do a skeleton horse? Not yet. Okay. I, I'd say the closest well, you have to that would be the Alethia horse, and I don't remember the name of where that Where she's one. got, like, the, the lips are, like, peeled back a little bit. And it, Yeah, and then, yeah, and then the Poxus one, there's elements, but it's more of, like, a decaying versus yeah, it being yeah, a skeleton. Like skeleton. Well, I guess well, probably probably death, right? That's the horse one we're still waiting. I, on. I, I actually that would be my guess is they're probably going to do it with for necronomin necron. Dang, now I'm turning. I know it's tough, isn't it? <laughs> Necronominus or however yeah. you say the name. I think they'll go there with that because it makes sense. It makes it makes a ton of sense to have riding a horse that's yeah, just he, that, a skeleton. Horse, that'll be the skeleton know? horse. Yeah, and then that'll take it over the edge for anybody who's ever. Debated if they're going to get into the lines like a skeleton freaking horse. Let's do I it. Tell you you what, know? Though, that that Poxus, that Poxus horse. Mm-hmm. I, every time I look at it, I'm like, just at first I was just like, eh, okay. But the more you get in, the more you zoom in, the higher def pictures that are coming out. I'm like, mm-hmm. actually, this is kind of a sleeper here because at first I was just like, oh yeah, it looks diseased, whatever. But I'm like, they really went to town on this. Like, my. God, these guys are talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm at the point with uh, with the line where I'm like, I, I'm not even the. I mean, I don't have many. I don't have any dwarves yet, and I haven't. I had like one or two vampires, but I got rid of those because I wasn't worrying about the vampires. I wanted the skeletons and orcs and demons, basically. But I'm almost like I'd like to get Alithia and the horse. Because yeah. I want all four of the horsemen when they all finally are released. And now I'm like, okay, I might need to go there. Pox is in the <laughs> horse. Plus, that's a two-pack. That's an easy yes for me right now. Yeah. Um, and that pre-order is still going on until January. So, yeah, it, you got time if you want to jump in on it. Yeah, that will be last day probably, but I'll get in there. Get same there. here. And I'm the same way. Now I'm thinking the same thing. I'm like, well, I'm going to have like two out of the four horsemen and their horses so do i need to go back and get a lithium yeah i probably it, do it, it, <laughs> what is it is if they if they reveal the horse and it is a skeleton horse for necrominous then i'm it like okay i'm screwed and it will yeah. I, I then it's like a, a three out of the four i gotta i gotta right. empty up and get it fine yeah i'm assuming i'll get necro necronomonopia <laughs> so it's Necronominus and his potentially skeleton horse, Alithia and her 
black horse. Yeah, like the vamp. Because she's the oh, vampire. Oh, fire right? horse. Aethir yeah. and his fire horse. Okay. Yeah. I'm yeah. St- I'm staying and away then, from the demon ones. Oh, the demons are awesome. They are really cool, but like with the story I'm building with the figures, they don't fit. That's a fire horse. <laughs> the horse, the horse, I could buy, uh, but I don't. It's the rest of them that go with the horse. <laughs> so that's that's an easy that's an easy no for me on on the whole wave. And I'm also skipping the vampires. If I do any vampires, I'll get one or two, yeah. just to offset the um. Yeah, mine are slightly customized figures I'm making out of McFarland toys into my uh, brother's grim uh, knockoffs. Yeah, share more pictures. Um, but yeah, and I'm kind of the same way. But me, it's like skeletons, demons. Like those are my top. Like I gotta get all of those, and then. Uh, but yeah, I'll probably end up getting all the horsemen's and their horses. Who knows? <laughs> I'll never be a completist, though. Mm-hmm. As I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll have what I'll end up having is I will have like all of the villainous factions, and then I'll have like no heroes to go against them. My world is well, just that, run by run by the villains. And that's, I know that's the thing. <laughs> I didn't count either, but you could easily tell on my picture because I actually split up my heroic side and my evil side when I took mm-hmm. that when I set up that display. And the villains are very much outnumbering uh, the heroes in my collection, even with He-Man. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kind of just show them, man. You give me a creature, a demon, a monster, like take my money. You give me a guy and you know a loincloth. I'm like, yeah, you can have a little bit of money. It depends. Like I, I uh, obviously I said what I said, and I'm still standing by the barbarian faction. Barbarian figures still are the ones that I enjoy the most. But yeah, like I'd say the demons are neck and neck, and the skeletons are. It's like a three way tie for me um no matter what because looking at um like scapular scapular is one of my favorite and he's one of the most iconic looking ones from the first wave and he's one that like if i ever had to sell my collection it would be hard for me to part with him because i just love the look of that character and it really is like a one-stop shop for anything that you didn't get out of another line here it is we, we're giving you the, the beasts, we're giving you the demons, the goblins, the, the skeletons. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, it, it's funny because behind me, I do have more a- enemies than good yeah. guys too, even though I love my barbarians because I'm very selective in the barbarians I'm getting. But when it comes to like, oh, Hellfire Goblin, yes, please. Fury Orc, yes, please. Coliseum Orc, yes, please. The next thing I know, I'm like, holy crap, these good guys are going to die just sheer numbers alone of these villains against them. They're just going to, that's the, the end of it. So, and it, I, I'm, not, I'm not upset. I'm not upset about <laughs> that at all. I actually kind of dig that. So, I love it. All right, real quick here before we sign off here, we got to do our patented hot takes. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen shit lately, so I don't think I'm going to be able to participate in any of these. But, um, so, you know, these aren't deep discussion, guys. If you haven't seen an off world before, um, this is just like yay, nays. 
seen it, haven't seen it, plan on seeing it. So I'll start off with an easy one for you two. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. I have not seen it. Um, I do plan on seeing it. How about you guys? Yay, nay, in between. Yay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All the yay. Yeah, I'll say yay. And also, um, look, anybody who's on Patreon for us, there will be something on there pretty soon involving that movie. There you go. Um... This is uh we did Spider Man already. Uh actually this one I did see. Um and that's the only reason I'm throwing it in here. Uh Encanto. Oh, okay. I saw Probably it tomorrow my... night. Okay. I saw it last <laughs> night for my son's birthday and uh it was it was actually really good. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. I would say check it out with the kids. It's got some it's good music, good voice acting, uh, good animation. Actually, I really like their their art style and the colors, and it just it all played very well together. Um, so yeah, I'd watch it again. I haven't seen it yet, but I think my kids would like to. So I'm sure I will be sitting through that at some point, but probably not in the next week or two. Right. right. Um. Yeah, that's all I had because we. I was going to do Spider Man, but we kind of rolled into that in the beginning. Um, here's here's a one we could do real quick. Hawkeye. Has anybody been watching Hawkeye? Have not seen it. Okay. You guys? I have, and I love it. Okay, Sean. I I have, and I would say if you didn't like the first two episodes, stick around for episode three. That is definitely one of the best episodes I've seen in a Disney Plus show. Except for the Mandalorian, I'd say Mandalorian trumps that. But the Marvel stuff, this episode was great. So yeah, looking forward to episode was four. Really good. One of those. Yeah. It, it it was uh without spoiling anything, it definitely hit a lot of emotions for me that I was not expecting this show to go to. <laughs> no, I had to and it it's out. got an action sequence that is just Oh, from beginning to end, it's it's amazing. I loved it. It's so well choreographed. Yeah, better than uh, the helicopter scene in Falcon Winter Soldier? For my money, yes. And the reason why is there's more character beats in that compared to... That, that was spectacle. Yeah. The Hawkeye episode, it's all about him... That scene, I should say, not the episode, but yeah. it, it's Kate and Hawkeye working together for the first time gotcha. and they're in tandem to get out of the situation. And it's just such a great, great filmed, great choreographed sequence the way they did it. Very nice. Yep. All right. Got to check that out. Got lots of stuff to watch. <laughs> I've, you get, sucks, I've, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm finishing up season three of uh, the Netflix Lost in Space trilogy. Season three? Mm. I didn't know they came out with anything past season one. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, no, I, I really, I really like that, and I'm, um, I'm probably gonna try to finish that off, or at least get as far as I can before I go to bed tonight. But nice. yeah, really like that. Looking forward to checking out that Arcane, uh, the League of Legends Arcane animation. I've heard really good things about that on Netflix. Uh, the Witcher just came out with an animated movie, didn't it? I, th- I heard some oh, yeah. grumblings about that. There's some real positive feedback. 
that was really good. I, I actually cool. sat through it. Was it was like a, out a couple months ago, I want to say, but it was it's really solid. Um, good story, good, and the animation was. I think Powerhouse did that one too. Maybe Possibly. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, it felt like Powerhouse, which made it feel like badass to watch <laughs> the action sequences and stuff. So, and shouldn't shouldn't Mandalorian have been out already the newest season? Wasn't that supposed Book to be? Book of Boba Fett comes out on the 29th. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Have they announced a new date for Mandalorian? Or the newest? Season? Sometime next year. Oh, yeah. Technically, Book of Boba Fett is season three. Okay, that must have been what it is, probably that early, like, they, people assumed it was Mandalorian. It was, they originally were going to have a season three, or at least that's what all the talk was, and then they ended with Book of Boba Fett coming December 2021. Yeah, and as far as I understand, everything I've seen online is saying that the episode numbers, the chapter numbers, are continuing the numbering from the Mandalorian. Hmm. That'd be interesting. So it's, I guess, and I'm assuming Ahsoka is probably going to be the same way when they do her. So they'll probably do them like in between seasons of the Mandalorian going forward, hmm. depending on how many they do. Yeah, look forward to checking all that out. When am I going to find the time? <laughs> All right, guys. Same here. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in with us for our meandering trip off world. Uh, hope you guys had much fun. I had a blast. This is exactly what I needed after this long day. Hope you guys got your Krampus, who was still available as of like five minutes ago when I checked. So if you haven't yet, check that out. Check out the uh, Krampus t-shirts from Retro Rags and... Uh, Go uh, like, share, subscribe, please. We're almost to a thousand, uh, a thousand subscribers on YouTube. So yeah, hit that button down below. Or uh, if you're on the audio Woo-hoo! podcast, leave us a review, something, rate some, click some stars or whatever stupid thing Apple has for their podcast <laughs> app. And uh, we, we we did get a review actually uh, recently, but I won't read it now because I can't read it because I'm on my phone. Yeah. But uh, and, we'll get into that on the next episode. And we're off-worlding right now. I doubt it we are off-worlding. I doubt it was about yeah. off-world. So no, no, no. Yeah, but we'll get. <laughs> we're definitely off. Yes. Well, I think. Well, how long did it take us to get three episodes out? Like six months or something. That, <laughs> I can't remember. Well, that. if if this was the main podcast, we would have lost viewership a long time ago for that reason. But no, we're good. We're good. Oh, absolutely. No, it's fun to have these little geek outs. <laughs> that's all it is, guys. So, yeah, click all the buttons. Give us reviews, all that. There's Patreon out there. We got a lot of new stuff coming there. Um, and it'll be a lot of fun if you guys feel like heading over. Links down below. And uh, until next time, guys. Happy Krampus Knock. <laughs>